How to Speak Healing Into and Over Yourself with Susan Frank Anderson and myself, Deb Goldberg. Angel Heart Radio programs should not be used to replace your legal or medical advice. Welcome everyone to Angel Heart Radio. You are our focus. We want you to know that you matter in the world and that you're important to the world. We're here to remind you of just how valuable and needed you are right now. Help us to help others. If you like what you hear, tell your friends, post, tweet, pin, let everyone know how amazing Angel Heart Radio is. So again, welcome to Angel Heart Radio. Powered by love, Angel Heart Radio is sponsored by angellight777.com. Welcome everyone to Angel Heart Radio, and it brings me great pleasure to be here with you today, and it is an honor to serve you in the highest way that I can by bringing you messages of divine love and blessings for your life. You are dearly loved and cherished and blessed. We have a great show for you tonight, but I would like to give you our call-in phone number first. We'll probably start taking calls after the first 20 minutes. The phone number is 347-202-0232, 347-202-0232. And we're also on Facebook Live if you want to join us on Angel Heart Radio. And that's something else that I forgot to do is put myself on my own uh, Facebook. Uh, so hopefully I will get that done while we're talking. And I want to also tell you about the other two podcast hosts that we have on Angel Heart Radio. And the founder of Angel Heart Radio is Anaya Joy Holili. And her show is aired on Fridays, every other Friday, USA time, 8 o'clock p.m. And Saturdays, 10 o'clock a.m. Queensland time. And you can reach Anaya at an at angellight777.com. And Annette's show is aired on Tuesdays, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern United States time, and Wednesdays, 10 o'clock a.m. Queensland time. If you are interested in knowing more about me or working with me or knowing more about my books, you can find me at debbieangoldberg.com. You can find my books, Are You Ready to Listen God, God's Covenant. And finally, number three is Out, <laughs> the Scripture of Heaven. And I, tonight's show, we started a ministry, Susan Frank Anderson and I, um, that has been divinely guided on uh, that we do this together and bring you um, a beautiful show uh, of information and knowledge and blessings and guidance. And I am so grateful to have Susan with me. She's a wonderful person. She's become a great friend. Uh, And she is a therapist and has her own book out. She's an author as well. And that book is called Merchur. So I also want to welcome you, Susan, to Angel Heart Radio. Hi, Deb. Hi, everyone tonight. It's so good to be here, as always. I do love the word blessings. It is a blessing to bring blessings in whatever way that we're called to. And Deb and I do have a great bond together. So hopefully tonight will be more of that. Uh, 
showing up through the power of our divine connection and all of the spiritual messages that we're being given to share with everyone out there. So we look forward to um, your questions, your comments, your shares as well, uh, well, throughout the show, anytime. Mm-hmm. Yes, so um, tonight's show is on how to speak healing into and over yourself. And um, it's uh, something that this show is about. It's all about healing. And so if you have questions or stories that you want to share with us about how you've been divinely healed um, or you need some guidance, please give us a call and um, and talk to us. And uh, it will be wonderful for the audience to hear your questions or to hear your stories. So, Susan, why don't you tell people how you got here and, like, what makes you um, an expert on all of these things that we're talking about? I would love to do that, and I do not have any problem using the term expert because I know when I'm doing my passion, I'm doing what I love, and this is what I love. How I got here, um, just a lot, a lot of experience in my own life about healing, and um, then just, you know, God called me into working with a lot of clients in my therapeutic practice with psychotherapy, so I'm a licensed um you know, person in that regard, I just do consider this to be not a job. It's not a job. It's calling. That's exactly what it is. So that's why I'm an expert because in your calling, you will continue to pursue your own interpersonal healing. And for all of the people that, you know, you're called to work with, that's a very big, uh, it's a privilege and a responsibility. So all of the trainings that I've taken, all of the work that I've done, and then my continual spiritual growth is just evolved into, uh, they say when you're doing what you love and your per- your divine purpose, you love it. You would do it even if you didn't get paid for it, and that is how I feel about it. Because I just want people to be well. I want them to have the best life that God's planned for them. So that is my expertise. Yeah, that's awesome, and I feel the same way. And you do a wonderful job. And uh, for myself, I've been a a therapist for 18 years and um, had a spiritual awakening three and a half years ago and where um, Jesus woke me up and that I learned that I can talk to Jesus and the God and God and the angels and family members that have passed away. And um, I was dictated now six books uh, by Jesus. Three of them are out and they're real, they're all about who we are and why we're here and what we're supposed to be doing and that is finding your divine calling divine purpose and recognizing that you are divine um that we get stuck in believing that we're we're human and our life is all about earth and and that's not true that we are divine and there's a lot more to our existence than just being human. So um, I think I think 
we want to also go over how we define some terms because we use the term God, and I use it to um, describe unconditional divine love, which I know that um, that is just energy, and um, but that's what I call God, and that it is there for all of us, and it lives within inside of us. And it is there to help us with this show to talk about healing and how divine healing comes through within us, that we all have the capacity to to do that. So, Susan, why don't you talk about terms some more, too, about um, the terms that you use? um, Definitely. As far as God, um, you know, God to me is personal. God is unconditional love, just like he is with you. It's um, a constant relationship. Uh, mm-hmm. And it is within. It is not. Um, I don't. I don't have any problem with religion um, or anybody's religion. Whatever they want to believe is what they want to believe. So, but to me, it transcends um, religious. Uh, for me, it's spiritual, and it's an mm-hmm. essence that I connect with. So I say, God is in everything, and in whatever whatever is out there in here and in you and that we're all connected with that same um beautiful um mind and way of being and i got to circle back to what you said Debbie or just when you said something about um so there's more to us than human i love the <laughs> way you put that because i mean it does it's it's just once you start um really going inward and staying a lot on that instead of maybe outer traditions or whatever uh former things you may have believed um the spirit of god is always present so it's always mm-hmm. there waiting <laughs> waiting to connect like this patient uh i don't know it's amazing essence so that for me is god and then of course the will of god then pairs with that you know pairs like wine and cheese pairs like anything Mm -hmm. goes together uh so when you're in that essence you're in that spiritual um way of connecting it's an ongoing thing so there is you know a will that is always being I guess streaming like a movie. So you're hearing mm-hmm. it, and um, the clearer that you get from your humanity, which is conditioned love or conditioned fear, I should say, um, then the more you're able to hear, uh, like Deb said, one voice or voices of your guidances, your angels, or whoever you connect with from you know, uh, your people that have passed on, made their crossing already, whether it's parents or grandparents or whoever, um, you're able to hear uh, what you need to hear to guide you to to fulfill everything you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. you know, as far as purpose of God goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we do have another purpose other than what we think we do <laughs> as a human being. Thank goodness, because some <laughs> yeah. of those purposes can get a little tangled up in uh, anxiety and depression and some of those mm-hmm. things you and I, Deb, see and some of the clients that we work with that we need to untangle the old energy. And we'll be talking a lot about that tonight, about how that energy it's so exhausting when you're not connected to this divine love and this this inner nurturing mm-hmm. that we all need 24/7 <laughs> right Constantly. and the, 
Yeah, and that it's it's there every moment of the day for us to call on it. But we get so distracted with life and our own thoughts that we forget. We forget that we can call on that at any time um, for guidance, for peace, for healing, for whatever whatever it is that we need, um, which is part is part of what we're doing here. Like it's normal to forget what our what we hope for is as we keep going along and working a spiritual um, path, we forget less that we just. We, we start to remember more, even though there's this forgetfulness, which is we call the ego, that this trance that just keeps pulling us away from um, remembering our divinity. And we just have to keep working on that throughout our lifetime. And, and we do that have that, that inner guidance, right, as well. I mean, we want to mm-hmm. keep remembering that there is a member in us that's <laughs> helping us to remember all the time that mm-hmm. if you connect. But you do have to ask for that help. Mm-hmm. You do. And, and you don't realize that you are that divine being and you have a clear channel to your creator, Um to the whole support system of your creator and uh and it's there for you to call on. So let's talk a little bit about why we're talking about healing in the first place. Sure. Great. Uh, yeah. Well, what are we healing from? I guess is the kind of the thing. To me, we're healing from an old narrative. I mean, the old narrative is the same old story that gets ingrained. And, you know, I was listening um, to a real um, fantastic, um, it wasn't a, a, a sermon or anything, but it was a speaker who was, he calls himself a spiritual seller. So he was selling the whole idea that, Spirituality is personal. Spirituality is within your inner person. So when you're believing as a human, in other words, with apart, you're thinking apart from spirit, in other words, that ego consciousness, that you're so low in your narrative. You're low on yourself because it's a program that either, you know, whoever... And we all have it. I mean, we all have it. So the disease is like we're not at ease with ourselves many times because this old story is running in the background or in the foreground typically, um, and it just keeps us in connection with even group consciousness. Our whole um, world is like this, the outer world. Mm-hmm. So to go in and meditate and to be able to find the true story, the new story, the real you, it's like at ease. It, it, it becomes this. Oh, it's it's such a journey. It, it is it is addicting, really. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a good it's a good thing because it's not an add-on like most addictions. It's actually peeling back and taking off all that outer stuff that people, other people's thoughts of you or their their image of who you need to be, and then you get revelation on the real image of you as planned by God, the creator that creates everything. So, 
it's very it's a very big deal this healing stuff so it's healing mind healing body healing spirit um and those soul wounds so deb maybe you want to talk because you've had a lot of information from jesus about the soul imprints Mm-hmm. yeah so we've all come into this life with something called a soul print and that is it's all energy and so it's part of our uh, existence here it accompanies us for this journey and the soul print energy is filled with um, all like fears and negativity rejection abandonment lack scarcity um, uh, conspiracy scandal everything that you can think of on a on a negative in a negative way that each one of us uh, fraud uh, I could just keep going on and on and we all carry that I'm not worthy I'm not good enough um, these are all part of the soul print energy and each one of us share the same soul print energy but how we react to that energy um, differs from person to person based on your own experiences and what's interesting is what I'm talking about is the soul print energy and your ego creates drama and it ha- it's all about your life story and things that happen to you and interactions that you have in relationships um, things that you deal with at work uh, family uh, uh, finances it could be anything, and they are stories and patterns of of um, situations that keep happening in your life over and over and over and over again. And so you might have um, a relationship pattern that keeps happening over and over again or um, something that happens at work. And, the, and when you keep drilling down to what is the problem here, it comes up to one of these belief systems within the soul print energy, um, you know, or I'm not recognized or uh, nobody cares about me or um, I work so hard and uh, nobody notices. <laughs> I don't. So they're all things that happen over and over and over again. And eventually you're supposed to go, why am I, why am I seeing the same pattern over and over again? Why do I keep having the same feelings? over and over again but it's now with a different face a different situation um it's it's wrapped in a different package this time it doesn't look you know it's at walmart rather than you know at work or at home and uh so this is um more higher consciousness learning and so i know it's confusing but we came into this life with a story and that story is not true but we've experienced things to create that this story is set in and we believe it to be true. So we have to undo, deprogram ourselves from that. And that only happens with divine love because it's really hard to, your ego doesn't want to let go of it. It wants to believe all these terrible things. So well, the ego is, is the ego is trapped in its own pain and suffering mm-hmm. cycle. So that's mm-hmm. what needs healing is that the belief 
is communicated to you that there's something wrong with you, that you need, uh, you know, but it's really a lot of trapped feelings, which are trapped energy. And that's, I mean, it's it's really clear um, once you start to get your mind clear that all of this energy and all of this uh, depression and all is coming from words because that's what we're going to talk about tonight is the words. And until you plug into the words of God, what is God saying about you? What is God communicating to you? And that is done, you know, through this high spirit, the Holy Spirit, that is going to be purely communicating truth and love, and it's unconditional. And so Mm -hmm. you get that through, well, as Debbie said, she was awakened by Jesus and is getting these messages, and all of us, you know, can have that. Um, the ways that people get awakened are interesting, but it's all kind of whether it comes through a crisis, whether it comes from, you know, you seeking how to get out of that crisis. But just know that whatever we're talking about tonight, healing in general, you're healing old feelings and old energy that has right. been trapped, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with blame and shame and fear mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of other game-playing systems. Which creates the human condition of suffering. And right. all of us have been there. I have been there, and sometimes I still get stuck there and um, because it feels so real. And it's uh, what we're here to help you with is to learn all the things that we have learned by experiencing it through the divine Um, and try to help you to connect to the divine so you can experience these things yourself um, rather than just taking our word for it. But one of the the big issues is, is to believe that what you're believing is untrue. (laughs) the, The first part of healing is understanding that There's really nothing to heal. We just believe that we need to be healed because we're divine and there's nothing wrong with us. And um, You and I have talked about, Susan, that this is an illusion, but the illusion feels so very real that we believe everything, you know, and I get a symptom and then I believe that I have something and I attach to it. Can I just say one thing with that? Um, so we're not, though, saying to deny that mm-hmm. that is there. We're saying deny that it it isn't supposed to be there. In other words, the existence in a divine, purely loved uh, being has, you know, couldn't possibly be sick or ill at ease mm-hmm. or whatever or have ill will, but it mm-hmm. is coming from this, program that needs to be undone and it can only be done through transformational power you know from this divine help so yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah and so even if we go back and uh, talk a little bit about what Jesus did in healing I mean he didn't believe anybody was sick um, and other people believe that, that he could heal them and so all it takes is belief to make the magic happen. <laughs> um, but so we do have symptoms and we do feel things and we do get, we do get these so-called illnesses. Um, but, you know, Jesus 
would tell you that there's there's nothing wrong with you, that you are not ill. There's no such thing as sickness. You just believe it to be, and therefore it happens. Because And because as a collective consciousness, we've all bought into sickness. And it's also, I believe, on some level, uh, like a soul part of our soul trying to get our attention because we're our body is our GPS system that um, something needs to be corrected within us. So a lot of times pain and illness has to do with a belief or something needs to be healed inside of us, um, uh, changing a thought system or something we're doing. So it's actually teaching us that um, I'm going through something right now because something in me needs to be healed. That's a very good point. Maybe we'll get some callers to call in on that now that we're a little bit into the program as well is because it is a little bit confusing. It sounds counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. Well, how come I feel sick if I'm not really sick? Mm-hmm. Well, because mm-hmm. you're identifying with your human body, and your mm-hmm. human body does have um, energy that's trapped, whether it's in your, I mean, in your mind. By the time you're three, basically a lot of your... Uh, thoughts and and uh, things are already you know in the program. By the time you're seven, they're pretty much you know the way uh, the program's going to go. So that's your soul print. And then once that keeps getting developed in that same old thought and feeling energy, however you're receiving your messages from the outer world as a child is obviously going to be sick a lot of the time. I mean, you know, we just spent the weekend with our grandkids and how they, they're they are adorable. They're really sweet, but they are always perfect to one another. And, uh, you know, other uh, people outside us, you know, aren't perfect. And they'll say things or do things that definitely we take in through this viscera, our gut brain, and we feel it very deeply in our root systems. So those early wounds do impact us greatly. And that's where there's this only this divine power can undo and transform that energy and change it into really new divine DNA. Once you're in your spiritual um understandings and standing in that system and connecting more and identifying with your divine love and know that you're deeply loved you know, that starts actually a big healing process. Mm-hmm. Right, Deb? Yeah, yes, yes, very much so. So let me give you the call-in phone number again. It's 347-202-0232, and we'd love to hear from you. And if anybody's listening and you're hearing stuff that resonates with you, please give us a thumbs up or some hearts because and then we know that you're being interactive with us and that you're liking what we're doing. Um, and if you have something else to say, you can say it too. Um, we'll, we, you can comment if you'd like. So, I have a question uh, for you, Deb. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Um, how long do you think, I mean, once you're awakened and you're starting to, you know, seek the spiritual path, is there a certain time or is it temporal? I mean, what is your, what are your thoughts on healing time? Um, I think healing time has to do with your ability to connect with your illness or pain. 
and whether you're getting the the lesson or not. And um, and sometimes I think it's you just need to slow down and stop because we run around so much and we don't give our ourselves time to rest. And I believe sometimes you know you're just being told to rest, and you'll have something as long as you need to to get the rest that you need. Um, and so I think it's different with each each person. And then I do believe that sometimes an illness is written into people's story. And and so if it's written into your story, it could be any number of years or months or whatever it is to uh, work through those different things. You know, we can look at it as DNA. They, a lot of us believe, you know, if my family had something, then I'm going to have it too. And therefore, that belief system manifests it. It kind of helps it along happening. So there's so much having to do with our belief system. It's not just I think something. If you believe it, um, you're more likely to bring it to you. But you've also have your own story that you came here with and God's always in control no matter what. So it's not like we have the last say about what happens or doesn't happen. Um, we're still going along the story that was written for us that actually we helped write and uh, we, we don't remember the story. We forgot it. So it's, it's a journey and just watching it unfold. So that speaking healing would be really important to pay attention. When you talked about the rest, I really, I really resonated and zeroed in on that. Like, because Jesus said, "Enter my rest," and mm-hmm. that means to me is that you know, if you're at peace, you're not, um, you're not anxious and worried that you know you're. Uh, whatever is going to manifest, because what I hear most most people do, um, their mind starts going wild, basically, on them. So, for example, I had um, a couple the other day, and within an hour, I heard, well, I worry that this will happen, or, well, I worry that you will, or... I he I I don't know, but I'm very concerned. And here's what, and they were like piling into three years from now what might happen. It was amazing. There was no rest in the conversation. So that would be a belief system that they're actually setting up a narrative mm-hmm. to manifest. So conversely, think about it, turning that over and saying, "I'm at peace. I'm at rest. I know." that even though this appears to be, you know, this way that in God's realm I am perfectly well and healed and I've got to keep resting and believing in that no matter, you know, what temporal length of time that it's taking. I'm going to keep using my words to speak healing into myself, blessings, not curses. Mm-hmm. Would, you, mm-hmm. would you agree with that, Deb? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think lots of people do this, and this creates just so much anxiety and depression. But we're also, what you're talking about is trust and faith. Is, you know, do I even believe that there is a divine power within me that is 
is concerned about me and wants to help me and is there to help me. And can I turn to it to even ask for peace and um, healing? Uh, and and that, that's a whole other thing is whether you have trust and faith in, in knowing that you are not alone, that you're surrounded constantly um, with uh, spiritual divine energy that is just waiting for you to allow, to open to it, to ask help from it. Uh, because uh, it's really easy to get trapped into a human mind thinking of like, okay, I just either go to the doctor or I try to figure things out myself and I have nobody that's going to give me hope. And, and the hope, the hope, yeah, we, we want hope when we go to the doctor, but you want hope from God, from your creator. You want hope uh, because that's where it comes from. That is uh, by connecting with that energy, um, you have hope of healing. You have belief of healing. You have, But you also have to believe that God is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I'm hearing a word too to speak into, which is you can have knowledge, and one of the problems that I think we have is attachment to knowledge. We love to know through knowledge, so we get information. Mm-hmm. I get the sake of my pain. Now we're on the internet looking. Oh, that could be this. Mm-hmm. Go to WebMD. Blah blah blah. Now, it's good to go to the doctor. Of course, if you have something, you go. I mean, Deb and I both go to the doctor. So it's not like you're, we're saying don't go to the doctor. But you need to know that the, the the healing is not coming from the doctor. The healing will come from inside your body, and the doctor will use his knowledge. But you have to have that first knowing that this is So the knowing, like, Deb just said, God is good, knowing God is good, knowing God wants you healed, knowing God has the perfect prescription for every kind of healing there ever could be with everything that you might perceive as wrong with you, and he doesn't. So asking and keep on asking, um, in other words, um, to use is, you know, Scripture says you have not because you ask not. I do think when we're asking, that's also going to be a way of helping us remember I need to depend on this source energy, this love, this unconditional, um, you know, holy, pure love that is going to be streaming in, and that in and of itself is healing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if we feel ourselves, like, the the truth is you are loved, you are healthy, you are surrounded with so much unconditional love and healing power. You are you are beautiful. You are perfect as you are. You are uh, magnificent. You are divine. You have so much in you that needs to come out and bring to this earth because that's part of your story too. And and when you fill yourself with all of this greatness, because you are great. That there, that's it. You are great, and our ego will tell us you're not, <laughs> and we don't listen yep. to it. We don't listen to that because there's no truth to it. Um, because that's where all the soul print energy gets filtered through is the ego. So the truth is, you are nothing less than divine, and 
and you are the same power of love and healing that that God is. There is no separation. So when you start talking about yourself this way, and and I don't mean just uh, giving yourself lip service. You know, I know sometimes that we start out saying positive affirmations, but we don't believe them. Um, but it, as you keep trying to have a relationship, uh, an intimate relationship with the angels, with God, with Jesus, with Buddha, whoever you want to connect with, whatever you believe in, or your higher self, um, that each one of us has a higher, a higher self, a higher being, which is the divine uh, part of us. And, well, it is all of us, but we, we don't recognize it that way because our ego keeps splitting us into two as the divine's one thing and the human is another. And there is no truth to that. We, we are only divine. Um, our humanity is the, um, is, is the um, illusion. So um, when you are filling yourself, and then imagine talking to other people that way or praying over other people that way and, and saying, I already see you healed. I see myself healed. I am already healed. I know that I am taken care of. I know that I'm well. Um, I live in wellness. That's all that there is. And and those are true statements, but we don't believe it. And so that's what takes me back to what I first started saying. This is all about we have been programmed to believe things about ourselves that are not true. And and I'll tell you what, it's really hard to believe otherwise because it's grounded into us. And everything on this earth reminds us that those things aren't true. So... It takes well, time. you mean everything in the everything in creation, everything and in the in the natural realm, yeah. Because I mean, if you're a butterfly, you're not connecting, uh, you know, with you. You're just going to keep being transformed because that's God's plan. You're not resisting mm-hmm. it, and this mm-hmm. is part of the problem with man with free will. This is not God's mm-hmm. will. He did give us free will, so we could make that choice and choose his love over this pain and suffering. I was thinking um, a, a couple of things. I was thinking yesterday, being Easter, and, um, you know, I, I was at, um, you know, church services, and the millions of Christians around the world celebrating and what are we celebrating? Okay, so it's celebrating this power, this divine power called resurrection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was I was just in in tuned into how many people around the world are living in any kind of resurrection power. How many people are living in their divine power? You know, because that's what resurrection power means. This is what Jesus is teaching. He's saying, you know, I'm going to go away, and you're going to get this power. You're going to see it, and because I, that's what I I didn't come to start a religion. I came mm-hmm. to teach the truth and demonstrate who you are and who your Father is. And when you know the truth, you'll be free to know all those things that connect. So I was uh, in this mindset of, oh, my gosh, you know, who is really experiencing the power that Jesus taught that we would share as the Son of God? Because that's who we are, the children of God, that we would share. 
I mean, do you know anybody that's really fully in the uh, enlightenment of that kind of resurrection power? Right, right. And no, it's very difficult because we're not having, not enough of us are having that one-on-one relationship with God, with Jesus, with whomever that you believe in to understand that that you are eternal. You are infinite. You There are no limitations on you. And so when you start to um, live in this resurrection power, like nothing can happen to you. you. You are safe. We imagine that we're not safe because of what we, all these worries and things maybe we, you know, I've experienced trauma in my past. And so then I just kept projecting more trauma onto myself the rest of my life. And then, you know, you develop all of these behaviors and thinking styles for whatever you experienced, which was part of my beginning story. And, uh, and until you realize that you are creating a lot of these, things that are not true that are coming to you through the soul print energy and um so and there's really, your de-resurrection power yeah, you're downing yeah it's the other side of that coin you are actually manifesting and calling in things you do not want right but nobody knows they're doing this Nobody knows they're doing this. Okay, so I didn't know I was doing this until I got into a, you know, a relationship with God and Jesus and the angels. And it's been teaching, 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 just ongoing (laughs) teaching of enlightenment, of higher consciousness understanding that there's so much more to me, to every single being than what we understand and how much power we have that we're creating things versus positive things. Now, there's always going to be a blend of both coming on because we live in duality. And so we're going to have all the beauty of God and beautiful things happen for us. And then we're going to have all of this negative stuff because the ego's creating too. So because we're we're listening to those ego thoughts and and believing things about ourselves and other people that are not true. So so can you imagine that all of this is happening and we're creating it and nobody knows it? It's like a big secret. Well, you know? it's, it's also uh, the 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 word sleep. I think is misunderstood because mm-hmm. it's uh, you know scriptures are saying you know they fell asleep. <laughs> well, they're asleep in a trance. It's a, actually mm-hmm. looks like you're awake, but your mind is in this program of trance. And so that's that thing I was talking about. By the time we're seven, you know, so ninety percent of the way we're going to continue to be and developing is from this trance. So it seems real, but the mind that made up the illusion continues to make up more fear, more uh-huh. guilt, more condemnation, which are death mm-hmm. traps. That's that's the death. I mean, that's the fog. So right. instead of being a cog, a child of God, you're a 
fog running around in a fog. Uh-huh. And people will say that, oh, I felt so cloudy today. My mind was so muddy. And they haven't mm-hmm. had a drink. It's not because they're drinking uh, or intoxicated, but they are intoxicated with the illusion, the dense mm-hmm. fog layer over the brain that is hypnotic. It's a hypnosis, mm-hmm. right? It is. Yeah, and you don't even know. You're like <laughs> you're like a walking, oh, talking. Checked out. Yeah, just just. You think you're interacting with life, and you're and you're you're not present. You're asleep or unconscious, whatever you want to call it. And I was thinking about what you were saying about the resurrection, and really understanding that you know we're celebrating that we don't die. We're celebrating exactly. healing, and that, but we don't know how to take that in we don't know how to understand it we don't know how to do it we don't know how, we, because we're not connected in the way that we need to be and so I was writing this morning I think about how you know I was thinking about Jesus's death and then his resurrection and I thought well I think that's what happens every day is that a a piece of me dies and a piece of me awakens and rises again. Um, And meaning that my ego might take another, uh, another uh, bite out of like in, in having leverage over me like the old me, a part of the old me dies and the uh, I get stronger in my divinity and knowing who I am, and that just rises. And so this goes on all day long, every day with all of us, and we don't even know it's happening um, because we're not present to understand what, you know, being so tuned into our body, our mind, our um, div- uh, into the spiritual realm that um, – we are getting resurrected every single day, even if we don't think we're trying. Uh, there's, there, you're learning every single day something that changes you. Yeah, for sure. If you're paying attention, there, it's everywhere. Once you're awake, you, mm-hmm. then you're aware, and the awareness raises. And that rising, that is that ascension, the, that is that light that Jesus is talking about, where um, you get that spirit that you can trust, that is showing you, and you're listening, you're hearing this voice that is kind of shepherding you and letting you know that. You know, I also heard a teaching about sheep. This was very interesting. Um it might have been Joe Olstein, to be honest, because he says some good things. But he was talking he about does. how sheep, sheep don't, um, you know, they like follow the shepherd. Uh, look at them; they have no defensive systems, really. I mean, they don't mm-hmm. have claws, or they don't bark, or whatever. Um, but they know the voice that mm-hmm. they're to follow. And mm-hmm. so that is why I mean that's what's what's a good, uh, you know, illustration is mm-hmm. that if we can we can be like that and follow mm-hmm. in peace and know that there is this divine love that is shepherding us, protecting us, taking care of us. Otherwise, 
I can't imagine what would be happening if it weren't for the grace of God um, because we're really all so vulnerable in our trance mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we're constantly um, at risk for keeping, you know, horrible judgments and horrible um things that we assault one another with just through our words. So if mm-hmm. we can even communicate tonight just and maybe we'll hopefully get a caller or something of how to change your words so they're containers for power mm-hmm. that is uplifting, edifying, encouraging, hopeful, peaceful, uh, whatever is good um, that you want to focus on, unlike whatever you're hearing most of the time in the outer world. Mm-hmm. that that would be something good to meditate and, uh, you know, you would draw some real magnetic healing if you were more focused on that internally, changing the uh, systems, knowing the shepherd is speaking those wonderful, uh, you know, truths into you mm-hmm. of who you are and identifying mm-hmm. with the beauty of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I love that about the sheep and the shepherd because as the sheep understand the shepherd's voice, every single one of us understands our creator's voice. We hear it and we know it. And if you can't hear it with your ears, then you hear it with your heart because you're spoken to through your heart. It just translates. It just Whatever is being spoken to you just kind of comes up inside of you and you understand through your heart what you're being told. Every single one of us knows, I call it, my father um, because I relate to this energy as masculine and, and feminine at times. However, that's just my own personal journey. There's no right or wrong. What uh, there is no sex to God. There's no gender. So um, that's just me. And everybody knows their father's voice. When you hear it, you know it. it there's no mistaking it. And it's true. And to, yeah. And to go in and, you know, just examples of my own self when I first was uh, woke up and I was a mess. I was so scared because everything that needed to be healed inside of me was coming up at the same time. And I I was a mess in a dress. And <laughs> I would do my meditation and I would just be bawling all the time. I didn't know what was happening within me. And at night I would sleep in Jesus' lap because I was so scared to be any place else because I had shoved so much stuff down inside of me for so long that I I didn't know whether I was coming or going. And so I slept in his lap every single night for I don't know how long. And then I'd get in front of God because I can also see. Um, so I have visual images. And I would get in front of God and be on my hands and knees because I felt so unworthy. And he would just be like, you need to get up. You need to stand up. You you are not this. You are a rock. I made you strong. You need to stand up and you need to walk by my side. There is no 
there's no hierarchy. There is no spiritual hierarchy. There's no class. There's no nothing. There is, we are one in the same. And, and you know, to get to a point of really being able to understand that intellectually and then actually bring it into yourself and integrate that knowingness, it takes quite a while because your ego is always fighting you to believe something else. But this is what the healing is when you go in and and I I would bring all my problems there. I'd be I don't I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm feeling this way and I don't know why I'm feeling this way and I'm mad or I'm this or I'm that <laughs> and they would sit with me and talk with me and tell me this is this is what this is a younger part of you that needs to be healed Deb <laughs> and then I would see that part and and do healing with it and, and all of this is really when it comes down to it it's all about learning self-love and that you don't have to torture yourself because you are something other than the truth of who you are, that you are divine. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you. You are perfectly made exactly the way you are. And getting to a point of accepting that and staying in that space, regardless of what's, Staying in that space regardless of what is going on around you, what your circumstances are or anything else or how you view yourself or what anybody else is telling you. This takes nurturing and time mm-hmm. spent with divine healing so that it can bring forth this understanding within yourself that what you've been believing is an illusion. It is You've been believing a big fat lie, but however, this is all spiritually orchestrated. This is all part of God's plan of awakening you. So there's nothing wrong with all of this stuff that's going on. But the idea is now it's time to wake up and it's time to stop suffering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and because our we're not sustainable the way we're going. I mean, our plan mm-hmm. needs healing. It needs the truth mm-hmm. of of all of this. Um, I've heard it said that you know we're great givers. Most people are very good givers. It looks like people are takers, but I think mostly that's only because they are they're terrible receivers basically, and they're. The taking is they want love. They just want mm-hmm. love. That's what I find from all of my clients. I'm sure you do too, Deb, is they mm-hmm. really just want to know they're loved. Even the bullies, mm-hmm. <laughs> the ones mm-hmm. with the biggest egos and the more, most biggest aggressors, they really want to know that they're loved and accepted. And somewhere along the line, they they lost that in their human story. So the bottom line is um, we're bad receivers because mm-hmm. we feel guilty. We don't deserve mm-hmm. it. You know, mm-hmm. and so that is the biggest lie is that we uh, we get what we expect. And if we expect deep down, if this subliminal program is running that, you know, you you are this, you are that, you are screwed up, you are a mess, you are, you know, so the, all the you are's of the finger pointing, you know, that goes on at that end. And so instead of that, turning that into, no, I am. I am mm-hmm. amazing. I am mm-hmm. the magnificent, you know, daughter of the Most High King. I am filled with the power. So whatever was 
reduced to zero, that's good. If I was a zero as a human, now I'm a hero in God's eyes. Is that right? I, I'm filled with this true essence. That that's what I want. I want that presence. I want that love. I want you know. And it's okay to want more. I mean, some people say you know, well. You you just be happy with what you have. Well, of course you're happy with what you have you, because ha- being happy with what you have does not negate wanting more of what you have. They're two different things. You know, that's, that double mind is so tricky, bringing in all that um, creepy thoughts that are such lies. So mm-hmm. being filled with the presence and the power of that unconditional love and growing and developing Pretty soon the ego actually starts to die down. Like you said, a little piece of me dies and then this mm-hmm. comes, the, the other stuff comes to life. It's like this wonderful garden that begins, mm-hmm. you know, these seeds, flowers. Mm-hmm. My grandmother had a flower garden and to see it in full bloom was the most magnificent thing. It was just all of these beautiful flowers. That's who we are. Mm-hmm. We're all these beautiful Flowers, <laughs> flowers in the spirit, right? Yes, very yeah. beautiful, and we're all we're all being uh, we're being turned into a beautiful flower. And the more that you, we already are a beautiful flower, but we don't believe we're a beautiful flower. Yeah. <laughs> so this this all goes back to belief. I wanted to um, give the phone number again, 347-202-0232, to please give us a call and um, tell us about your divine story of healing or um, ask us a question if you need some prayers or blessings over something that you're dealing with right now. And maybe we can just take a minute and and just say a prayer um, for everybody out there who's listening or family members or friends that you know that you're um, having a hard time or going through something is to please know that you are not alone at all, that, you know, um, calling God and Jesus in and the angels um, and universal divine love for healing for all of you. Uh, to know that you are being walked with and you're not going through this alone or your loved ones, that they are they are being watched over and held as they are going through whatever difficult times that they are and know that God is in control and that everything is in divine order whether it looks like it is or it isn't, and that each person is on their own journey and wherever they are is perfect, even if it doesn't look right. So um, there is love surrounding each person, and if they can just reach out and just ask within themselves to, um, to connect so that they can feel the love, and you can feel it inside of you it is all encompassing it is bliss it is peace it is the most wonderful love that you have ever felt in your life but you need to allow it and it's it wants to be there for you so all you need to do is open allow and receive which i know is not always easy to do and that's part of our journey is getting past that and surrendering to it 
That was a beautiful blessing, and I I know that everyone out there will receive healing just from that. I felt while you were doing that, I really remembered something that one of my clients shared um, just recently, and this client said that it would be okay to share it um, as a healing um, visual as well. So this person was doing a meditation and we've been working a lot on um, some of the past lies and false beliefs and especially judgments that had happened during a um, 22 year marriage that you know fell apart and just left this person you know devastated and very discouraged and angry and full of judgment and still receiving that blame but then wanting to pass the blame back so once we plowed through all of that and removed um, a lot of that out of her vessel then uh, she'd been doing some meditations and so this meditation was the most beautiful I don't know I said boy I wish that had been mine that was like so gorgeous but anyway so she was um, doing this um, meditation and um, actually it was uh, some similar to some of what you how your awakening happened Debbie where it was a yoga and um actually she had before not even wondered if she should do a yoga meditation cuz in her religion or whatever she was a little bit fearful of that so I said, well, you know, Jesus said if they're not if they're not against us, they're with us. So she was open <laughs> to receiving. So it was good. Oh my goodness. Listen to this. So the instructor just said, "Okay, we're going to go go into a meditation now and just get get quiet, get with the divine in you and, you know, inside she saw this all of a sudden golden um bubble and she was tiny inside the bubble. She was in there. Um, she said, I looked sort of like a little mannequin, but I was being held in this bubble. And she said, I know good gold, and this lady does know good gold. So she said, it was it was like beyond amazing gold. And that as she, you know, was sitting there inside the bubble, she was asked to stand. As she stood, she looked down, and then the transparent, there were these golden bubbles underneath her and it was her feet were not hot she just felt very peaceful but she was just encapsulated with all of this golden energy and Mm -hmm. um, it was like real gold but then the most amazing thing happened inside she saw her heart in red Mm -hmm. bright red then Mm -hmm. she saw her tongue in bright red and her brain and the voice said, those are the things I'm interested in. I'm interested in what your heart says about you. I'm interested in what your tongue confesses about you. And I'm interested in altering your mind to confess the truth. Um, here's who you are. You are magnificent, more magnificent than what you're seeing now. And then all of a sudden she said, the yoga instructor said, okay, so our 10 minutes are up, meditation's over. Uh, But she said, all all of that just happened within that, like, 10 minutes when she just went into that. So I said, I have got to share that with others. She said, well, mm -hmm. go ahead, because it's truth, and I will never, ever be without that truth again. But I love the red heart, the tongue, Mm -hmm. and the mind, because those are... Those are the pieces, and tonight we're talking about speaking healing words, using your mm-hmm. tongue to confess what your mind 
will know once you train it to know the truth because it's coming from your heart, the heart, the heart of God. Mm. What do you think about that, that Dad? Oh, that's beautiful. That's just yeah. awesome. And people have the most amazing, and that's what happened to me during a meditation as is when I was awoke. Uh, but people, God talks to us either in images or you can hear. You can always hear with your heart. So, And is talking to you all day long. Uh, you're never apart. So, um, so that is um, hopefully maybe somebody else can take that image and, you know, use it during their meditation practice and help them uh, allow images to just happen and uh, get, have some healing and connection. That would be awesome. One of the one of the things that I uh, I had to keep reminding myself is that I'm not broken or sick because my ego will tell me I'm broken in some way, like and or I'm sick or I'm this or I'm that. And once I start, you know, once you start believing the, uh, that you are not broken or sick, the healing can begin. Well, it's, how do you make not, that shift? Deb, how do you make that shift? Well, it was as God and Jesus and the angels kept coaching me, because it is, it's all counseling, um, that this is not who I am, this is what I am. And Jesus has told me there is absolutely no truth to illness or or sickness or um, that it is us as a human condition that makes us suffer and so there is no suffering other than what we're creating in here because of our expectations or how we think things should be or um, you're not letting go of stuff or uh, generationally transmitted energy of what your family believed or society or the culture that you lived in it just keeps getting passed down energetically and then you're so because we're one consciousness we're all carrying all the beliefs of each other and sharing them and um, so you know you're sharing good thoughts you're sharing negative thoughts and um, it's really when you start to understand this through this counseling is that you realize you're told there is nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. You're not sick. You are perfect. Your humanity believes that you are because your ego believes it because that's what it does. It believes in fear. And and so I have to, I had to keep reminding myself is that when I would get a thought that made me, feel like I was broken or sick or something I would tell myself that's not true I am not broken I'm divine Um, and if I'm having symptoms of something then I check in with God or Jesus to find out what are these symptoms about what is what is the lesson here that I need to learn Um, and you know most recently um, I had all kinds of stuff symptoms from things that I had throughout my whole life that I believed were part of me part of my story and what I realized is that they were little parts of children and young adults that believe things about myself uh, illnesses that whether they were family illnesses or they were passed down in some way and that I needed to stop attaching to them I needed to stop believing that they don't need to go forward with me into my wow. new story 
My new wow. my new st- story of who I am, I can leave them in the past that we were tired of carrying all of those. Uh, that's like carrying weight and baggage with you and um, expectations that something else is going to happen again. And so I know whatever whatever's brought to me, it's brought to me for a reason. And, and by going within and getting counseled, I can usually start to understand what the he- where the healing needs to happen. So basically, you could even say that that perceived illness, because you mm-hmm. had had those all your life or whatever, let's say you had allergies or whatever, like you have talked about, that that, that was a call for healing. In other mm-hmm. words, your body was calling out, you know, <laughs> My divine DNA is perfect, and it is time mm-hmm. to release this trapped energy that I mm-hmm. no longer believe in. Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? Yeah, yes. Yeah, and as something comes up, I, you know, we were talking about that, um, so I have to make another doctor's visit for something else that I used to have that might still be there. <laughs> um and looking at that as saying, I know that there's nothing wrong with me, but from my earth story, uh, I'm following through with what the doctor told me to do, but I know that there is ultimately nothing wrong with me and that um, whatever, with something comes up, it is something crying inside of me for healing. So if you're focused on your God self, your highest self, Mm-hmm. That actually can bring in the lower forms that are, you know, feelings really from the past, the mm-hmm. the vibrational energy that is calling out, you know, sickness or mm-hmm. ill at ease, wanting mm-hmm. you to nurture and love through your connections as well to the highest power that runs the universe, this resurrection power. So the more you draw from that indweller, the more you're bringing that heavenly healing, basically, into your existence right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it also is an opportunity for all of us, when we're not feeling well, to nurture ourselves, to, to learn how to have compassion for ourselves, and to bring self-love. So it's it's an opportunity to explore learning some more behaviors that are better for you because I know that most of my life I would just get frustrated and I'm like I and wouldn't take care of myself I would just keep I, staying on go mode and and not being nurturing or compassionate or loving to myself so it really is an opportunity to grow in so many ways. Um, it's usually just not one way. There's usually lots of lessons going on at the same time. Well, I want to circle back and pick up that frustration that you carried. That's an energy that we all have, too, because remember, we're mirrors. So we're mirroring mm-hmm. each other, and we're mirroring what we were taught as children. And we know it would be impossible for even the most perfect parent to not be frustrated with children and mm-hmm. um you know, just that energy always that they have, um, delightful as they are and loving. I mean, it it's, you know, there's a lot to being a parent and attending to these sure. children. So this frustration, I mean, is, again, another plan um, that if you're frustrated, that's another call for love. That's another call to tap into mm-hmm. this 
you know, way of being, you know, that walking presence of love. And mm-hmm. moment to moment, not like you arrive anywhere, but in in each moment you're given enough of that presence to keep living under that influence. So again, that's it's a I call it a fluency myself because I like to think in language. I hear in in language a lot and the language of God speaks to me of like being fluent in a new language. And mm-hmm. so uh to keep it fluid, I do have to, you know, ask all the time to be mindful you know, to remember to talk first person in the present of the presence. If I slip into a past form, which I'm really working on, again, I only revisit the past for a lesson, like going in, okay, let's open that door, clean that closet, what's that about? Um, But try to keep the frustrational energy uh, minimized so that the highest energy the new vibes can take over mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah yeah you know i worked with barbara DeAngelis for a while and one of the things that i had well, i learned lots of things she's just awesome but one of the things that i really started to understand is that i had no tolerance for any frustration wow. i had no tolerance for frustration within myself and I had no tolerance for frustration of anybody else when they were being frustrated. And mm. so you which you which sends you into judgment of yourself or somebody else. And so I had to really look at, you know, where did this come from? Where is this lack of tolerance for any kind of feelings of frustration? And I learned it at home growing up and um and of course, we don't always know what we bring with us from other lives, but uh, but I know that you know a lot of that came from home. There was a lack of frustration for anything, but being you know completely good and quiet and don't speak. <laughs> Children are <laughs> so seen, a lot of anxiety, right? Uh-huh. Pent up anxiety yeah. you you would mm-hmm. have had, and and lack of patience with yourself. Mm-hmm. And you know, flip that over and look at the divine side of that. You know, Debbie, I know you, you're peaceful, you're so loving. It's just you wanting that peace and love as a child, and you would, you know, take that on yourself. You absorb that energy, in mm-hmm. other words. Yeah. To try and keep the peace in the home. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, lots of these things are going on inside of each one of us, and we don't realize it. We we haven't analyzed it in this way. We haven't learned about it in the divine way, and uh, and so that's why you want to go in and have this relationship because this is where you learn all of these things that need to be corrected with inside of us because we're not living peacefully. We're not living happily, and that is really God's will. God's will is all about happiness. You are made pure joy and happiness and peaceful. And so and that wait a second. I'm, is it. I have a question. Okay, so if there's nothing wrong with us, why do we have to go inside to find out what's wrong? Well, that's a great question because a lot of us think nothing is wrong with us. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I didn't mean to is, put you on the spot, but I know you're good. You're going to yes, give a great answer yeah. here. 
Yeah, and it's it's uh, many of us, including myself, I had no idea about the ego. I had no clue. When I first found out about the ego, I was like, why didn't anybody tell me this before? Why am, why am I 56 years old and I'm learning about and I have an ego that says horrible things to me? And And so, you know, we're just, we don't understand that there's so many we're we're pretty dynamic. We are complex. We have so many different things going on inside of us and we don't know that. We just we just don't. Or maybe you have a clue about it, but you don't know the depths of it. And so we are perfectly made and as a human, we believe otherwise. And even though we're perfect as we are right now, we don't understand or how perfect we are. We don't understand our own divinity and 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 really who we are and what we came here to do, and so we we go inside because most people don't have peace. Most people are worried. Right. Most people are going through some kind of suffering. Some people have no hope at all, um, and living in uh, in the past have been got have had trauma and you know you and I believe that everybody's had some kind of trauma yeah. whatever it is um and whatever whatever that trauma is in the way that affects you or the experiences that we've all a human the human condition is suffering so yeah. that in itself is stuff that we harbor inside of ourselves and we we need to get rid of it. We we need to understand it in a much different way than we ever could. And you know, even though I was a therapist and I called myself an unhealed healer, um, and I thought I had done my work, and until I did my spiritual work, I had not done. I have just skimmed the surface and had no clue of any truth um, until I went inside and was awoke and. And you don't have to wait to get woke up. You can so start your spiritual journey now. What you just said right there, I have to capitalize on that. <laughs> Capital I's. I'm going to put my uh-huh. eyes on that. I am going to find the truth if I go inside and mm-hmm. visit those dark rooms and see what developed to make me believe all these lies and false stories and false narratives about myself. I will definitely find the words that speak truth if I'm not afraid to go in and look around. Is that what you're Mm -hmm. saying? Yes, and I believe we have a caller. Yes. You you can do that now. You don't have to wait till somebody wakes you up. <laughs> you can Excellent. take the initiative to stop the suffering. So let me see. Uh, I'm going to have to o- open my mic so on Facebook can hear. And whoever's number starts with seven eight zero, I'm opening your microphone. And hi, this is Deb. Who am I speaking with? Hey, Deb, it's Jay calling from Canada. How's it going? Hi, Jay. It's it's going well. How are you? Pretty good. Just listening to the conversation. It's really uh, divinely divinely present, if you want to call that. (laughs) Hi, Jay. This is Susan. 
Hey, Susan, great to talk to you, too. You know, it's been listening to your conversation in regards to, to waking up. I, I know sometimes it seems like trauma is this thing that wakes up, up in a health condition and things. And I don't know from my, I don't know, from my observation is that we're working most of the time three out of the four aspects of ourselves. And that is, you know, the mental, physical, and emotional. And we never connect the spiritual aspects to it, but we always connect spiritual as a religious thing and never go past that point. So from your experiences, ladies, is that um, do you encounter the same things as I'm seeing and observing with other people? Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Would you share a little bit more of uh, specifically what you're noticing, Jay? Well, it's just there's always, you know, I feel, you know, Dr. Wayne Dyer just said that, that uh, and there's always a spiritual solution, spiritual solution to every problem. And I agree mm-hmm. with that that statement because it's uh, it's always missing in some sort of people's lives that we have to rely on maybe, you know, for example, medication to, to get us through the day or, or things like that. And for acute issues, for maybe, you know, breaking a bone and things like that, we need doctors, but some of the stuff we can actually work on ourselves. But unfortunately, we, there's no guidance. I didn't mm-hmm. have guidance when I first started my my journey in, you know, a long, long time ago. But the thing is that just the curiosity aspect, what about that? What about the curiosity aspect of, you know, about ourselves? You're always curious about the other person, whether mm-hmm. through social media or, or ways like that, but never about ourselves. And I'm just wondering why is that always so missing? Because we always think the other person, doing stuff for the other person, but when it comes to ourselves, we just like we just beat, up, beat ourselves up in that way. <laughs> Well, Jay, do you think, could it be, I mean, from my observation, we're working with people, is they're they're trained to think that's selfish. In other words, if I spend too much time on me or whatever, and and they call it, uh, you know, that's just selfish, uh, instead of it really is uh, the opposite. <laughs> if we don't do it, we're being selfish because we're denying our gift that we are to the world. We're denying that inner beautiful being we were talking about Um have you noticed anybody saying uh, ever in your life that it's selfish to spend time, you know, loving yourself, self-caring, introspecting? Actually, no. I have deal with a lot of spiritual people, and they're, you know, they got families, and you know, I'm still, you know, single. The thing is that when it comes to our family aspects, I, I think we get to, you know, look at that too, um, and also. Um, when you're doing this, the, the spiritual stuff that you know our families disagree with with with, with what are doing, so you don't see it yeah. as it's, you always mm-hmm. kind of separate that way too. And I think that's what discourages anyone who wants to take the spiritual path is that if I take this path, then will I be ousted from the group in a way? Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. That you're doing something different. Um, and I went through that, like um, my family doesn't understand what I do or talk to me about it. <laughs> it's like it doesn't even exist. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, I just had to learn how to just go with it and not take it personally. Um, but it's also another lesson for me of not letting other people validate me that I have to validate me and I'm already validated by God. And, uh, but I think part of what your question is, is because 
it's it's all part of programming, and I think the ego plays a really great role in keeping us in this sleep in the trance, and it keeps us away from going inside. And we get so busy with our lives and uh, distracted by everything around us, and even our own mind chatter, that we 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 don't go inside um, because we're so busy with everything on the outside, and. Even, yes, with religion, uh, a lot of times there is a spiritual aspect that's missing um, that uh, you're not getting that connection to God in the way that you need it, your individual connection. I guess a lot of religion teaches you, too, that you have to go through somebody else, like some, some other divine being, to have a relationship with God, and there's absolutely no truth to that. Um, I mean, you are God. You are divine. You are not separate from that um, loving energy. And um, so it is, you never left home is what I say. <laughs> you're you're still wherever wherever it is that we are having this human experience. So, um, so it, it is, you know, I remember like when I first started to wake up, I was driving back and forth to work and I had a 40 minute drive and I'd start looking at the sky in a very different way. And I would say, okay, I live on a planet in the middle of the universe. What the heck is this? You know what I mean? But most of us take for granted that we live on a planet. We forget about it. And it's all this forgetfulness and, and you just accept it. Oh, I live on a planet. What, how the heck does that happen? You know, who am I and what is this place? You know, um, and that really made me start to question that there's got to be something a lot more than than just accepting it. That is, this is this is the norm. This is this is what we're told, and this is what you believe. And there's no other questioning going on within you. But I've had a lot of people also say to me that. Um, Spending time on their self is um, selfish, and I believe what the what the problem is nobody's really taught us how to connect within, or how do you get there? And that's why people go to mountaintops and they travel all across the ro- the world to find some kind of spiritual center when the spiritual center is inside of each one of us. But nobody teaches us how to go in and do that to access that. And, you know, with meditation, you're taught that you should go in and be quiet. And, um, and then maybe, you know, you can have some divine connection. But until I went to a workshop and I sat through a guided imagery meditation, um, I didn't realize that you can just, you just go through your imagination to start the linkage of that happening. And um, as long as you open your heart, it's, and to listen, it's there. It's talking to you all the time. Uh, but I really believe that we're not taught these things. No, no, you're, you're absolutely right. We never taught these things. Well, it sounds like, Jay, you have got a great group of people who are in the same, uh, at least a path with you, and you've got good su- spiritual support surrounding you. Is that true? Yeah, I do. I've, I've got a great group of people, and uh, I'm, I'm in this group right now, uh, which is very interesting because they all have things in common, and uh, yeah, 
it's it's really wonderful. I mean, tomorrow I'm going to uh, Intuition, a place that uh, well, a lady that's hosting the Intuition uh, Circle, and uh, I don't know what we're going to do there. So lots of fun. That's so, awesome. Isn't it? Isn't it great? These things just start showing up too. The more you seek, the more you find, the more you get into this whole wave of um, you know beautiful other beings that are on the same path and i mean that is what you know the light bringers are doing they're bringing the light to the planet so you sound like one of the uh, one of those um excellent uh seekers in that regard seeker and light worker and you're a light worker yourself so um you're you're already there and uh so i think what you're doing is great and i'm so happy you called in and um yes you know Talk with us, and and so that other people can hear um, that uh, that there's many of us out there that are seeking and have found and uh, continue to seek. And something I'll just add to that is that um, it's great. What I have found, because I have a lot of support groups myself that I participate um, with, lots of friends, and we're all spiritual and we believe lots of this same thing, not 100%, but everybody's truth. When you get divine truth about, and I don't mean just about you, um, because we're all the same meaning, we're all a divine being of goodness and um, surrounded by love, but each person's truth of what your personal journey is about and what your divine calling is, um, is going to be unique to you. Yes, absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. go for it. Enjoy. I will. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you. Thanks, ladies. You as well. Thanks, Susan. Thanks, Deb. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're we're down to 90 seconds. How did that happen? (laughs) I don't know, but that just made my night with Jay's call because, you know, there's a lot of this uh, going on, and that is enlightening the planet. So we're really fortunate to be able to be um, a part of that ministry and be called to to share all that. Mm -hmm. I love you, Deb. I love you too, Susan. Why don't you tell people how to get in touch with you? Okay, so my um, best web place is uh, holygramspirit.com. Um, that's where you can find out about me and the things that I do and also the book Merger, which means the dynamic way that you can merge with God's love and be nurtured by that unconditional love and let go of the past, release it, and move into divine love. So, yeah, that would be, I'd love to uh, have you visit there and hear from you. Okay, thank you. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for being my partner with this. Thank you. Look forward to seeing you in person soon. Yes, yes. I'm very, I'm very happy. So when in doubt, never underestimate the power of prayer. You are being listened to and heard throughout the universe and it always responds with infinite and eternal love. Remember to go inside and listen through your heart for the whispers of heaven. You are loved. God bless you. You've been listening to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio. 
Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world. You can check out who's on, when we're on and who our guests are at angelheartradio.com. Everything is there. It's all just one click away. Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools to help you in your life and your life experience. They are not intended, nor should they, be used to replace your medical or legal advice. The views expressed by hosts co-hosts, callers, guests and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio. Good night, everyone. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you again soon. God bless you.